earlier today, I'm browsing the web and I come across this market watch report or article. And within it, they make uh, the basic recommendation that by age 35, you should have generally about twice your current salary saved up for retirement. So as an example, if you make $35,000 a year, the suggestion is, well, by age 35, ideally you should have somewhere in the ballpark of $70,000 saved up. On the other hand, if you make 25 grand a year, then by age 35, you should have about 50 grand uh, saved up. Again, this is a basic ballpark, right? What if you last month jumped from making 40 grand a year all the way up to making 70 grand a year? Well, of course, you know, the, the numbers aren't going to stack up, but it's, it's a general rule of thumb, right? Perfectly reasonable. I don't see anything odd about that. Look, at that point, you've been in the workforce for anywhere from 15 to 20 years. Lots of people uh, get their first job at age 15. Some maybe get it uh, in college around age 20. Either way, after 15 to 20 years in the workforce, is it a crazy thought that, you know what, you need some money set aside for retirement because it's going to come before you know it. Trust me, I'm 33 right now. And age 18 to 33 seriously went by in a flash. And now I have a two-year-old, and those two years went by even faster. If you've ever heard the song, uh, Stop This Train, it's very much what it feels like. It just keeps getting faster and faster. So it's not a crazy thought that by age 35, you need to be thinking about these things. But nonetheless, uh, as usual for our society, it seems, like half the people, so, like the majority of the replies were full of rage. How dare they make this suggestion that a 35-year-old should have, you know, 50 grand saved up, something like that? How dare they make that suggestion while they're fighting for their lives? Or something, I, I saw a lot of comments that signaled that. Now, that's a loaded statement, right? We can talk about it, and it does apply to some people. But I think most of the people saying that, it does not apply to. These are, these are incredibly privileged people, usually living in the United States, who are college graduates, typing on their MacBooks, drinking their Starbucks coffee, as they, as they act shocked at the suggestion that you should probably save about $100 a month if you can find it. Now, here's the thing. It's true some people really are scraping by where, where they add up every penny they've earned, and at the end of the month, they, they are in the negative. There's nothing left over. It's true, it, it, and I think this is um, very much true when it comes to young people who have children. So you take maybe a single new mom who's aged uh, 22 or 23. Maybe she's still in school. She's trying to graduate, but now she has a kid. The father isn't around anymore. This is a situation where they're, in many ways, they're in a hole they can't possibly dig out of. So that's something we should think about, and we should have programs to assist with that, because the general advice of you can get a second job, you can get a third job, you can work night shifts if you need to, all of the, those basic um, pieces of advice, well, they don't apply when you have a child at home. They don't apply when, when uh, well, sure, you can get that second job, but the amount of money you'll spend on childcare means you'd actually lose money at the end of the workday. Or, or at best, once you subtract the childcare, you made $12 for that eight hours of work, right? So, so there absolutely are situations where you can't possibly dig out. But, but my instinct is most of the people responding to this who are, who are so enraged, once again, they are not those people. They are young people who have time left over to spend on Twitter reading articles, sharing their responses. 
And that's a great thing. That, that's great that they have that ability. But let's keep things in perspective. All right, so let's do the math. Let's say you get a job around 15, 16, 17, whatever you want, right? I started at 15 and lots of my friends did uh, most, of, most of the time. So you have money so you could actually go on a date uh, without, without asking your parent for, uh, for money to go to the movie. That was my thinking uh, back then. But nonetheless, 15 to 20, you're going to start your job. So by age 35, you want to have uh, twice your income as a general rule of thumb. If you can scrape together, after everything else is spent, if you can scrape together $100 a month, if you place that in an index fund that averages around 8% growth, this is, this is a good rule of thumb. Uh, 7 to 8% is a good figure to assume. Then after about 20 years, you're going to have roughly $60,000. That fits the recommendation. And what it required from you was $100 a month. That's it. This is basic financial literacy, this concept of compound interest. It is not taught in high school, and it should be, because people grow up not knowing that it's a thing. If you happen to be the, the type who's naturally attracted to things like this, then you, uh, you should count your blessings, because if you're not that type, if these things scare you, then your instinct is to just not even deal with it, and you're doing yourself an enormous disservice. So you might think to yourself, well, $100 a month? Over 20 years, that doesn't add up to 60 grand. Let's do it together. 100 a month times 12 months in a year times 20 years equals $24,000. But you have to factor in the compound interest. That money, month over month, is earning interest. And when you get that interest, that free money, and it's applied to your initial investment, now you're earning interest on your initial investment plus that interest. This is the basic idea of compound interest. So once we factor that in, your $24,000 investment actually becomes roughly uh, $59,000 is what it comes to. So that meets the metric, right? If, if you're a teacher, teachers unfortunately don't make as much as they should. Uh, where I grew up, they make about 30 uh, grand a year. I think further north, it's closer to 50. Either way, uh, if you're only able to set aside $100 a month, and by the way, $100 a month, at least in the United States, it's one night. Uh, delivering pizza. You go to Papa John's, you deliver pizza that night, you'll make your $100. So like I said, these are things that are doable for most people if they will put in the time. But if you don't know about your options, if you don't know that it's never in history been easier to throw money into an index fund, if you don't know about the concept of, of compound returns, then you will naturally think the deck is stacked against you. You will think everyone's working to keep you uh, from succeeding. And it's such a, I would say it's a horrible mindset to fall into. It's not inspiring. It doesn't help people dig their way out. What does help them is telling them actual facts in this case. Most people will not make the connection in their head. If I can just find $100 a month left over, I know things are tight, but if we can, if we can find $100 a month, if we, if we don't eat out that one time, or maybe we don't have iPhones, maybe rather than the new car or the $5,000 car, you get the $2,000. You know, that there are ways to make this, this work. Anyways, if they only knew that if you could set aside that $100 a month, and remember, that's not likely. In most scenarios, people's earning power goes up and the amount they're able to set aside also goes up. But let's just imagine it never changed. You were only able to find $100 a month. From age 15 to 65, or age 20 to 70, whatever you want, the, the, the standard working uh, period, 50 years, you'd have 800 grand. 
it's a lot of money. It's a great deal of money. Now, now here's what people often do, though, is they'll say, well, you have to, you have to account for, for inflation. So now that money is way less. And it's like, yeah, you're right. But it's so much more than when you thought the deck was stacked against you when you were doomed to be in that situation. Is it not? What part am I missing here? I tweeted about this uh, earlier today, and um, it seems like most of the comments generally agree, but I would get a handful. And again, they, they circle around this idea of um, the system being out of your control. Some people will reference capitalism, just kind of throwing that out there. They'll, they'll reference that. They'll say um, that, that student loans will bury you where you can't get out. And, that, and maybe this is something uh, we should talk about as a society, especially in the United States. Uh, the idea that you just get a student loan, that's what you do. I've talked about this many times. The notion that the second you leave home, we fill up your cart with a bunch of student loan debt, and then we kick you on the way out. How on earth do we think this is a good idea? But it's the general recommendation. It's what was recommended of me and all of my friends. If, if your family doesn't have the money, well, you can get student loans, okay? That will allow you to get into the school, and then miraculously, you're going to graduate with all this earning potential, and you're going to pay it off in no time because you're earning all this money, and it's so far in the future, you don't even need to think about it right now. Just enjoy college, and you'll deal with that later. This is the general uh, guideline, and it's horrible because here's the truth. Many of you, and this is me in this case, won't even finish college. So that means you're not going to get that degree and that extra earning power, but you do, as a bonus, get to hold on to all of that student loan debt. This is a huge percentage of people. Now, for the remainder in college, I know you think it's going to be way off, way down the line. That's four years before you even have to begin thinking about it. And even then, there are grace periods and really small payments. But I promise you that four years is going to go by like a flash. And before you know it, you're going to be a graduate, maybe with a degree that isn't overly useful, or maybe with a degree where you think, oh my God, I don't want to do this with the rest of my life. But you're seemingly stuck now because you have anywhere from thirty dollars to $200,000 worth of student loan debt. And I hate to say it, but this is debt of our own making. We signed up for it. I did too. My parents didn't have a lot of money. And my thinking was, this is just what you do. This is one of the worst things. When we, we do things not because we thought about it, but because, well, it's just what you do, right? Now, I'm thankful that I went to a relatively uh, cheap school. Uh, I studied music. I had a little bit of a music scholarship. But even then, I still graduated with um, 20, 20 grand worth of debt. That took me a very long time to pay off. Maybe, maybe as a society, we should talk about how ridiculous it is that we throw this on students as if it's, it's what they're supposed to do, as if there's no other way around it. So I do understand maybe uh, feeling like you're out of college, you're not making what you thought you would make, and now you have all of this student loan debt, and you, you kind of feel like uh, you were tricked. Maybe that's true. Um, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, look, we're all responsible for our own decisions. Nobody made you get that student loan debt, but, but we still did it. Anyways, th these are all things uh, we can think about. But it does worry me when a metric like that, a metric that, that essentially translates to, hey, after 15 years in the workforce, make sure you have some money set aside for retirement. You need to be thinking about this. 
it's sad to me that that is rage-inducing, that people get so upset. Because, look, whether you like it or not, it is a basic truth that retirement is going to come sooner than later, at least in terms of how it feels. And at that point, you're going to have to figure out what to do. And it does worry me. I feel like I, I sometimes uh, feel like we've, we've entered this phase where nobody... Um, trying to think how to say this, where, where nobody is responsible for anything, where, where we take this idea that no matter what, the deck is stacked against you if you're a young person. And honestly, I don't, I don't know how they came to that conclusion. From everything I've seen and learned, there's never been a time in history better than right now. The, the things we have access to, the simple fact that you can go to a university and you have access to the entire sum of human knowledge. You have every book ever created accessible to you. You can go to the library on the internet and have access to every idea, every resource, anything you want is basically free. So yeah, it confuses me. I don't know how we got to this point, this assuming that the deck is stacked against you, that everyone wants you to fail, that everyone screwed you over and you're cleaning up the mess. I don't see it personally. I don't know. I'm open. Maybe maybe there's something I don't understand. Maybe I have more to learn. Uh, I'm certainly be open to that. There's too many things I don't understand. But if if we if we come full circle and we close on this idea of saving for your retirement, look, it's it's a simple reality. No matter what you think your circumstances are, if you can even find twenty, thirty, fifty, hopefully a hundred dollars a month, which is one day delivering pizza, if you can deliver Friday night and Saturday night, that's over two hundred dollars, which would more than double. How much you have at 35. The, the point is these things are doable. But it seems like as a culture, especially my generation of 35 and and uh, below, instead we just continue this, this toxic, I, I hate to say it, but it's this little toxic victim mentality that you can't do anything because those people screwed you over. It's just not true. The resources in this field, if you want to learn a little more about money, and you want to start investing, and you want to put as little as possible into an index fund or something like that, those resources had never been in history more readily available to you. 